Hey there, it's TA, founder and ED here at We Run Freely. On today's episode, I wanted to share with you all the artists that we featured on our Instagram Artist Spotlights. We love sharing stories and inspirations of Black and Indigenous women and non-binary artists. This episode in particular features three artists of color who are extremely passionate about their work and draw inspiration from their own intersectional identities. Special thank you to Maya Lewis, our content creator, who coordinated and produced this content. Stay tuned to the end to find out how you can get featured on an artist spotlight. I'm a 20-year-old raising senior at Ithaca College and an artist. I am a theater major, so my studies involve acting and directing, but in the side, I'm also an artist in terms of illustration and paintings. Um, I actually started out with just drawings, uh, kind of self-taught drawings as a little age, she watched a lot of anime and had a lot of influence from that. But I would say a lot of my influences come from people, um, faces, just faces I would see every day, faces I would see online, um, tells a lot of what I depict in my art. And I think music as well, artists that I listen to um, become little sketches and illustrations in my books as well. Um, but I would also say that social climate plays a big, big role um, in the type of art that I depict, whether it be from um, the North Dakota pipeline, um, in addition to struggle over there, to most recently a little portrait that I did of George Floyd um, in honor of those who have passed away from police, police brutality. One of them has been a commission of doing Silvia Rivera. Um, a trans woman, Puerto Rican also, um, who fought along Marsha P. Johnson um, during the Stonewall riots um, and LGBT and trans right activism um, during that era. So during like quarantine, I would say that I had like a major slump <laughs> in art. Um, fairly so, just because times were very much changing. I was trying to catch up with school um, and trying to understand what you know, my life is going to be at the moment, and I think because of school and Zoom draining so much out of me, um, doing art wasn't wasn't a thing for the first couple months that I've been home and quarantined. Um, but then since, I kind of fiddled in back into art, and with more time, I had people reach out to do commissions, so that kind of gave me a push to, like, actually get my creativity going and such. But it's, it's been hard. Um, I can't say for me that I've been totally motivated and doing art every day. Like, that has not been me. And I think it's also kind of due to, like, political and social climate. It's like, what can I do? How can I speak out rather than doing art? Because I know, I know the power of art, but I know for myself, it's like, that's my way of kind of like escapism, kind of a way for me to cope and heal myself. Um, but even with these times, I'm just like, what do I do? What do I draw? Why do I draw? Um, when I should be feeling guilt, um, 
remorse, mourning for these people. Um, so it's like, it's it's been hard, kind of hard to put into words to understand my own creativity, motivation, and process during these times. But yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Um, and maybe you'll see more pieces of me in the future. Um, and yeah, that's me. You can find and follow Emily Jimenez on Instagram at e.m.j.99. That's e.m.j. The numbers nine nine. Next up, Melanie Aldean. Hi, my name is Melanie. I'm twenty years old. I would consider myself a amateur artist. The art that I create mostly is cartoons and semi-realism, but it ranges sometimes because I like to do portraits and then I also like to do digital art as well. I don't know why I like it so much. I find it easier to do cartoony styles and to have fun with the style and to just branch out and explore different styles. So that's why I like it instead of going realistic or realism or abstract. Most of my favorite pieces are digital but I do have a portrait that I did that's hanging out. I like that one because I always find it really difficult to draw myself when I was younger. And now that I can finally draw myself, it's really cool. And I just, I really like that one. Who inspires me the most? I would have to say Instagram artists. I don't have any like specific Instagram artists that I have, but there's tons on there and it's a big community. That's where I also post most of my art, but I just like to explore the um, community and to see all of the art that they draw. Like everyone has their own style. So it's really cool to see everyone's style. So it inspires me to also create something. It's really hard to, but I try to stay inspired by listening to music, trying to draw every day, which I kind of do, but <laughs> you know, it's really hard to stay inspired, but that's what I try to do. And so, yeah, thank you. Check out Melanie Audain on Instagram at meth.rar. That's M-E-T-H dot R-A-R. Hello, my name is Cypress. I am from Long Island, New York, but my heart and spirit definitely resides in my parents' motherland, Trinidad and Tobago, Island Gautings, you know. <laughs> I am 20. I'm about to be 21 in October. Baby, baby. I'm an artist activist. I would say that oil painting is my language. Oil painting and writing are the two that I've seen to really come back to all the time and that I take refuge in. I, my art, no matter what it is though, it always reflects 
how who I am as an individual um, coming from a place of blackness coming from a place of queerness coming from a place of knowing that those two are inherently and innately the same um, I am transgender, I am non-binary, I use they them pronouns, um, and definitely my art is he about healing myself, healing myself in the, the embodiment that I am in this vessel that is not just a vessel but also a divine reflection of like my spirit as a black queer individual, as a trans individual, as a dark-skinned person like these things are things that like I didn't choose consciously um, but I didn't believe my spirit and my soul chose before I was born so I take that with pride and with confidence and i'm just like here to explore the lessons that i need to learn in this body um so my art definitely has been a space for for self-exploration for studying myself for uh, approaching my internal dialogue with curiosity rather than judgment um so I think like what inspires me in terms of my art artwork is like myself and um, my my relationship to God, my relationship to the Most High, the Divine Creator, Mother, Baba, however you wanna refer to that energy. Um, how do I stay inspired? I feel like that is a perfect tangent. Um, I say inspired by giving gratitude. I say inspired by remembering who the fuck I am. Um, <laughs> that's on period. Um, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, lately I've just been telling myself that writer's block or like creator's block is not a thing. Like, just do away with that with that notion like it's not a thing and just like asking myself and tuning into my body about what i need as an artist as a creator like um and definitely in this current political social climate that we're experiencing with coronavirus and the resurgence of the black lives matter movement because you know like it's it needs to be noted that um this pandemic like um reality this pandemic reality that we're experiencing i don't mean to put quotes because i definitely believe in coronavirus um but like this reality that we're experiencing currently uh, internationally and universally universally is a reality that has been for black people for queer people for people that find themselves at different intersections within the margins of society so i want to acknowledge and honor that like people my people have been getting shot my people have been getting snatched up and murdered and nobody's even wondering where they are besides like the, their families you know but who's looking for us so i feel like it, what's happening right now i'm feeling empowered because I've already been doing the work and been in a space of like having these discussions and then moving forward with like how to put that decolonizing and into action however that looks like 
whether that's just decolonizing my spiritual practice, whether that's decolonizing my perceptions of gender, whether that's decolonizing how I critique my art. Um, like, I've been in this space, so I'm happy to see a lot more brethren and siblings come on board and start to explore themselves and to question, like, this outer box that we've been put in that we're told is for our safety. But literally, these structures are never for our safety as Black and queer individuals. Um, they don't care about us, they don't consider us, so it's a box. So don't be fooled i guess by this security because it feels comfortable it's our comfort zone um so i guess like in general my creative shift has been during the these days has just been getting out my comfort zone i really guess getting out my comfort zone and asking myself the questions that i don't want to ask and doing the healing works that i thought i could gloss over and crying and breathing and doing yoga and whatever comes up in between there because right now all i i feel like it's being so highlighted that i gotta worry about me because who's worrying about me and like as we should all be doing about ourselves and also who do i feel responsible to be in community with to care for and are they and making sure that those relationships are reciprocal so just like tightening my community because we're gonna really need each other as these as we continue to progress and we continue to destroy these structures that oppress us and as we re as we build and i guess that i could show you all some pieces that i've been working on that i have bring, brought me joy as of lately this one i feel i started like it this one was starting like 2014 or something like that and i came back to it in the beginning of the pandemic like march it's and this is interesting because like as i was talking about my relationship with the divine and how and blackness and queerness and how that comes out like and healing myself like this this portrait it has come so far the center figure which was like this christ-like figure was black but it was a man a cishet man like no queerness to it it he had like still long wavy hair and like this is 2014 so thinking about like how i have become to like reimagine myself and see my own self reflected in my perceptions of the divine so now it's a black woman with her head wrapped it's this is still a work in progress a lot of my works are still works in progress right now cute um aries rising love to pick things up and mm, not finish them <laughs> as you can see um but a lot of works in progress this is something else that has also been just and teaching me about the process of it all. Oh, I gotta respect and appreciate the process. May the process and each stroke be as healing and as joy feeling as when you decide that it's finished for now. <laughs> it was nice talking to you. Um, I hope that you received some good messages or maybe not, I don't know, or maybe you enjoyed my art. I don't know. My name is Cypress. You can catch me on Instagram at Cypress0Cypher. So that's C-Y-E-P-R-E-S-S. Zero, like the number cipher, C-Y-P-H-E-R.
So before I tell you how you can get featured on a We Room Freely Artist Spotlight, I wanted to share some statistics on women in art. It's no secret that these communities, our communities, are marginalized on the basis of race and gender, but I wanted to give you some tangible realities that fuel the work that we do here at We Room Freely. In the top 20 most popular exhibitions around the world in 2018, only one was headlined by a woman artist. Joanna Vasconcelos, I'm your mirror at the Guggenheim. There aren't many studies done on women of color specifically, and unfortunately, little to none on non-binary artists of color, but we're hoping that'll change soon. These facts have been sourced by the National Museum of Women in the Arts and is, quote, the only major museum in the world solely dedicated to championing women through the arts. So we'd love to spotlight you and your work on one of our episodes here on the Need to Know. Visit this episode's description box to get the direct link to the submission form. We look forward to meeting you. We love being able to amplify voices, organize art shows, give artist grants, residencies, and produce unique content for you. To keep our platform going, we need your help. Visit weroamfreely.org slash donate to support however you can. If it's $5, $20, or $100, it really does make a difference and supports our mission in increasing representation of women and non-binary artists of color. Thank you. We Roam Freely is currently accepting submissions from visual artists for our March 2021 Virtual Art Showcase. For more information on this podcast guest, as well as submission links, please visit this episode's description box and follow us on Instagram at We Roam Freely. And don't forget... Whatever that thing is, do it.